Hello, my name is Aziz, and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She's really my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives, and emotions about life. Too many women in this world feel alone. They worry about the judgment of others and they struggle with their mental health. But when they listen to the Rare Girls podcast where empowered women share their voices and tell their stories, many women will feel inspired to live a life of freedom and to overcome all insecurities. They will feel it is a safe space to find their confidence, to remember their unique beauty and to feel their self-worth. And they will connect with the sisterhood of rare girls who encourage their success and support their dreams. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Valeria Nabeyeva. Valeria is a 27 years old girl from Kyrgyzstan who works as an information technology project manager in an American IT company, and she's very passionate about it. Valeria loves traveling, playing tennis, skiing, and reading books. Piano is her meditation, not only her hobby. She is married and trying to keep balance in all fields of her life. Valeria, how are you today? I'm great. Thank you very much. Thank you for your invitation. What about you? I feel blessed. I feel very positive and absolutely curious to know much more about you as a person and as a woman. So I'll begin with this nice first question, which is, Valeria, if your friends and the people who love you and know you well could describe your personality, what would they say about you? Mm, well, uh, the things that I uh, hear most frequently from my friends, uh, colleagues, acquaintances are uh, that I motivate some of them a lot. Um, I'm I have some good leadership skills. Sometimes I'm over responsible, and I guess uh, they would say that I can trust me. I love that. You said sometimes they say you're overly responsible. Can you explain that a bit more? Uh, you know, I have uh, previously I had a syndrome of uh, being an excellent pupil. Uh, you know, uh, when you try to be excellent in everything that you do, to do it in a proper way, when you work on like satisfying other people, making them happy instead of being happy yourself. But I overcome, I can say that I have overcome this part, but in some cases I still stay responsible. So when I do something, I do my best, even if I'm tired, to reach the goal, to finish my work. And sometimes my friends tell me like, oh my God, just, just have a rest and, and stay relaxed and that's enough. I understand. I love that. And there are many women who struggle with being people pleasers and what you said that you are overcoming and have already did a lot of progress on. 
Can you share your journey and how were you able to get stronger in this area so that other women might get inspired and know a bit more about it? Uh, you know, I can say that I remember clearly what was the main fact that inspired me to change. But uh, when I was a student, I suddenly realized that I always working on re really satisfying other people instead of thinking about myself. And there were such situations when, for example, I start doing something and friends of mine were laughing at me and saying, why are you doing this? Like, it's not worse. For example, uh, when I was a student, I participated in volunteering project and social in some social international projects. And uh, some of my friends were told were telling me like, uh, why are you spending so much time on this? Uh, you are not paid, you're attired after this. But um, at that moment, I realized like, why do I have to listen to them? I have my own opinion opinion, and I want uh, to keep on doing what I want, really. But of course, it didn't happen suddenly to me. Uh, it's, a, it's a big work and it's a very long journey to think in this way. Uh, first of all, when I realized it first time, um, I started First of all, I accepted that I have a problem. And then I started uh, analyzing the reasons. And as usual, most of, our, most of our reasons come from our childhood. So I started working on this part. Uh, it took me a lot of time. And I think that I still have sometimes this problem. I still like uh, fighting with this. Uh, but it's, um, it is much better right now. I understand and I'm proud of you and also about piano. I want to understand the other part because usually if people see you as being overly resp responsible, they think you're serious. Maybe you don't show too much emotion sometimes, but piano is for people who flow with emotions who are sensitive. Can you tell me a bit more about that? Whether piano is the way for you to connect with your emotions, maybe life makes you logical too much or it's a mental health kind of meditation or how does it work for you? Yeah, uh, for me, uh, definitely piano is more likely meditation because when I felt stressed in some situations at my job and I shared it with my friends, they started suggesting me to start meditating, like, you know, classical meditation. I tried many times and for me, it didn't work. I can just, you know, sit and meditating without thinking about anything. Like million thoughts come to my mind and I can relax. And then I started searching for a hobby which will help me like to feel the emotions, to stay calm, to forget about the problems. And finally, I found out the playing piano process. And I realized that when playing piano, I'm so much focused on the process that I forget about everything else. And it helps me a lot. Thank you. And to understand a bit more about you as a woman from Kyrgyzstan who works in an American IT company. First, like were you already having a lot of American culture within you because of watching Hollywood and watching TV and YouTube? So that was something that you found it easy to adapt. 
Or did you find some kind of differences between the culture you grew up in, which is Kyrgyzstan, and maybe the work culture when you are working within a team that could be uh, not only from Kyrgyzstan? Um, I can say that I faced some so many difficulties uh, during the working process because uh, when I was a student, I already participated in some international projects. I lived abroad and I got acquainted with different like students from all over the world. At that moment, it was difficult for me to adapt, but it helped me um, when I started building my career. And in general, you know, we all watch different American movies. We know everything about their culture. So it wasn't, uh, they were, they were in some unexpected things for me. Thank you for that. And you are married. You're trying to find balance. Often it is said, if you don't put 100% in your relationship, it becomes hard <laughs> to manage. And so if you're working and you're having your marriage, just in general, do you believe that there are many things like you might have uh, work duties, needing to work overtime, family emergencies with your parents, etc., that are uh, sometimes a distraction from focusing on your relationship? And what do you do in order to find that balance so that you give it the nutrition and like a plant and a flower, you give it the water so that it stays beautiful and alive? Uh, you know, I noticed that uh, the more things you do, the more hobbies you have, the more busy you are with different things, the more energy you gain. And for example, when playing tennis, yes, I am getting tired physically, but I gain some energy for my mental health. So this helps me to use this energy, for example, in my private life. Then I use the emotions that I get like in my private life and I use it in my professional career. This helps me a lot. And in general, what I can suggest to girls is, of course, the main secret is finding the right partner who will share your point of view, who will support you. And in general, it's good when you surround yourself with the people who believe in you, who share your point of view, who can say, hey, I support, I I'm going to support you. You are the best one. You're going to achieve it and everything be okay. I like that. And it shows that you have a lot of confidence and a vision. Maybe to many women and girls who grew up in a situation where they were living other people's vision and expectation, maybe it's their parents or girls who grew up in the pandemic and they didn't really have much of a life. How can they develop their confidence so that they know what they want and therefore they can choose the right partner because they know what they want so that they choose the right career and they feel they are living their life, not a copy of someone else? Mm, you know, as I said previously, according like I'm not a professional in this field, like to give professional advices, but uh, I can rely on my personal experience. First of all, you need to accept that you have a problem. Then I get this. The second step is just analyzing the reasons in order to work on them. And I would say that it is, it's not easy. It's a very long journey to overcome it. Uh, if I say to you, just like, hey, girls, just change your mind and tomorrow you will be happy and a different person. Uh, it's not true. Uh, you need to understand that, like, you need to work a lot on improving yourself. If you can do it like um, independently, you can go to the professional, to the psychologist uh, who can help you to analyze and to overcome some problems. 
And the third thing is, um, as I said, also, uh, you need to surround yourself with the people who can support you. I know that some girls uh, doesn't have such people uh, in their circle. And um, my suggestion would be find the community uh, which is right for you. We are living in the 21st century and there are a lot of opportunities for women, different projects, amazing projects like yours, for example, Aziz. Even listening to the podcast may help them because when women uh, join the communities, they can understand that there are other women who have the main problems. They can share it. They can share the solution and you can get support from there as well. I agree 100%. And that's very important and an important mission for this project. And you're a very active woman. You are taking care of your partner in marriage. You're taking care of your work. You love skiing, doing, playing the piano, reading books, all that. How do you have so much energy? How do you gain and cultivate so much energy, especially in a time where a lot of people, maybe they don't really love their work. So they work. And then at the end of the day, they're like, I'm too exhausted. I'm just going to nap and then watch a TV series or something. So how can they have that much energy so that their day doesn't feel like all day they worked and then they sleep without having a life? First of all, my suggestion would be have a work that you love. That is the secret number one, uh, because when you love some doing something, you um yeah, like it won't be for you as a punishment to do it, you know, uh, it would be vice versa. You will have like a great desire to do it like day by day. And the, I already mentioned it that the, I think the main secret of having so much energy is the fact that I have different hobbies be, because when doing something, I, as I already said, I gather energy and to use it and I can use it like in another field. And that's great for me. Thank you. And there could be women who are listening, who want to become project managers. For you, how is that work really? What do you do? And how much is it about humans and like taking care of, talking with, knowing other people? How much is it logical? How much is it something that is both connecting your feminine side and energy and your masculine and purposeful energy. How does it work? Uh, so first of all, I would like to say that previously when I was a student, I didn't get education in information technology field. And I was also supporting the stereotype that information technology is not for women. It's something very difficult, logical. And if you are a communicative person, you will you will never be able to build career in this field. But then like uh, one day I was a project manager in a social and business project and I initialized uh, a project about the automation processes. Uh, that's how I dived into this sphere. I tried my skills and then I realized, oh, no, even communicative people uh, also can build a career in this field. And about the profession, uh, project manager in IT sector is a person who helps other team members to achieve their goals, starting from initializing the idea and finishing with full execution and support. Uh, I think I can say that this profession combine communicative skills, some leadership skills, but at the same time, you, you need to be able to plan, to think strategically, uh, to build business processes. 
And sometimes even my perfectionism helps me to solve a lot of problems in my job. Great. And you live in Kyrgyzstan, you're working online, you could have spent, you know, some time traveling the world, maybe trying uh, to live in Bali with your husband or in India, or at least taking a break that you can spend as a digital nomad for three months. Tell me a bit more why you're choosing to stay in Kyrgyzstan, while some other people might choose to just go somewhere else, as well as if you could, I know you love your country, live anywhere on the world, uh, on the planet, where would you choose to live? Good question. I think that the main reason is just that, that my parents are here and I want to stay like near to them in order to help them to spend some time with them because for me, like family is very important for me and for my husband as well. Uh, sometimes we live in different countries, but not for a long period of time. We travel a lot, uh, but I don't know, maybe in the future we will take decision to move to another country. It, it could happen. Uh, but for now, I'm okay. Like, I like my country. Yes, uh, I agree. We have some maybe problems in the society and so on. And so on. But um, I think that in order, instead of like leaving the country, you need to do your best to solve these problems and to make some contribution to your society. And maybe for uh, some period of time, maybe I would live in, in Bali. I guess, because there are a lot of interesting people. Uh, they have like very uh, great uh, nature. Thank you. Yes, I can imagine you enjoying those beach kind of energies and waves while you're doing your project management. And it gives you a lot of energy to do all your hobbies. So it will be absolutely great. And to finish this, is there any advice or lesson or idea that you think if more women remembered or thought of, they can live their life happier, better, in a way that even for yourself, you want to remember as well. Don't have a fear of failure. If you want to try something new, to start something new, just do it. Yes, uh, you may uh, make some mistakes. It's okay, but you will you will learn the lessons, and you can learn. You can use. The lessons you gained in the future and become more happier. It is better uh, because otherwise you may close your eyes and when opening them, you can realize that you are an old person who has a lot of regrets uh, because of not doing something that you wanted. Just do it without any like procrastinating, postponing your desire. Thank you so much, Valeria. It was my privilege and my honor to hear your voice, to share your perspective. I wish you all the success with your husband, all the connection with your family, all the hobbies and energy. And thank you again for participating. Thank you very much. Thank you for such a great opportunity. Mm -hmm.